guys, this is Steve. Just lying here for a minute, and um, I know I've been dropping a lot of stuff. I was trying to get away from the coronavirus thing, and uh, you know, just get into some diversion, something other than on that heavy subject all the time. Started doing the podcast about the short story I was writing, and um, today. Uh, it was one of those days I was just kind of like at the house and um, I always feel like this coronavirus thing has like attacked me over and over again but never took a hold because like last night I, all of a sudden my eyes were hurt my head was hurting um, you know, I started sweating and stuff washed the sheets and woke up this morning I felt like I got hit by a truck and then within a couple of hours, I was okay, you know. I was back to normal and just had some orange juice and stuff. And I was like, man, that thing keeps trying to get me, but it can't get me. And I thought about this lady I used to date, um, a lady by the name of Connie. Um, she's an older lady. Uh, if you saw her, you would think she's probably 49, 50, maybe 55. Um, but she's actually probably... 65, almost 70 years old. She was like uh, Miss Vietnam back in the 70s or something. Uh, she's pretty. Um, she likes younger men, you know, younger than me. And um, she would still go to clubs and stuff, and you know, they would think she's a great grandmother, but they see her as a MILF. And uh, I called her today, you know, just to see how she was doing. She lives here in Los Angeles. And um, it, uh, this whole coronavirus thing came rushing back, man. You know, I've been talking about how, you know, it's a worldwide pandemic, uh, it's biblical, the whole world's locked in their house. You know, we arguing back and forth about theories about, you know, its origin, whether it's a genetically modified disease or something that uh, randomly came about, and, you know, what the cure is and what the president's saying and whether he has empathy, whether the governors are smart and, you know, man, they've shut down the entire economy of the world and, gas it's like a buck you know two bucks with taxes and um people are locked in their homes and yes we're all transitioning and we're finding new ways to learn and a lot of people who lost a job may end up coming out with a career if they can figure their way through all this right and i was thinking yeah you know you know it's biblical people are dying right you know there's you know, the people sit there in homes or 90 years old and, oh, well, two kids die, you know, so, yeah, that's horrible, any death is horrible because somebody's going to miss them and you never know whose life that is, but uh, the conversation I have with her today, I think explain the true cost of this thing. Imagine a chick, she's 5'7", brown hair, kind of light yellow skin, you know, Asian, looks 
American, Asian, sexy as hell. Um, she works in like you know a lot of these ladies in the you know manicure business, uh, exclusive Brentwood neighborhood on Montana. Um, lives by herself. Her son lives in uh, Seattle. They're kind of distant. The husband, I have no idea who he is. Probably some dude owns a garment shop somewhere in East Asia. And um, I get her on the phone. and um, Man, she's petrified, man. I mean, she's literally scared to death. She's of that age. Um, she had a respiratory situation that was being controlled by some drugs, I guess. That, not, not drugs, but prescriptions. Uh, they weren't really exactly sure what it, what it, you know, what it was, where it came from. Uh, she doesn't smoke. But I told her, look, you know, you're working around chemicals all the time. You're not wearing a mask. I mean, after a while, it's going to take a toll on your lungs. I'm like, you're going to have to quit your job. Right? Are you gonna have to like start wearing a mask? This was like, you know, ten months ago. So uh, she took some time off of work because her son had had an injury. She went to stay with him for a couple of months, and uh, seemed like things were gonna go good for her. She was kind of happy, or at least reconfiguring things in her head. And then this thing shows up, man. She's afraid to go to the house. She's afraid to open the window. This woman, literally, like we all are, but is afraid of dying. Afraid of dying from something she can't see, she can't touch, she can't feel. That you turn on the news every day, it says taking people out like water's running downstream. I mean, for me, you know, I'm not a spring chicken, but these days, you know, my age is like what it used to be to be 30s. I feel young, I feel strong, you know, I'm not obese. Um, like I say, it looks like it keeps attacking me, but I keep snapping back in a day. So I haven't really felt the, the fear of it all, you know. I went down to the beach on Sunday. I had a scarf on, not a mask, but, you know, I was hanging out with some people out front of one of the restaurants that's serving on the curb and handing out alcohol and talking about how I miss hanging out at the clubs and the parties and, and you know, at the beach, at the, the whaler, my life. And I mean, it just never really hit me, man, that there, there are people of a certain age right now that their fear is like the fear you would have had if you were living in the time of Moses and they put the blood of the lamb on the door because Ramses has told all his men to go out and kill the firstborn of all the Jews and Moses says by your own word shall the deed be done and in the Bible it talks about how like the smoke or whatever, you know, just 
comes through the city and any door that didn't have the blood of the lamb on it, you know, when the people woke up in the morning, the firstborn child was dead. I mean, what is really going on out there? Is this some grand conspiracy by some fucking pharmaceutical company that thought it'd be a great idea to imitate a fucking Mission Impossible movie where they let out some virus that they already have a cure for so they can make money. And Mission Impossible is called Valeriform. And Crimea. One was the virus, one was the antidote. And the guy says, you know, they ask him, why did you do it? He says, to make money. Fucking people really that evil? I mean, is it, is it really that serious? I mean, if you were, if you were the head of a company, make products you're making you know I never have getting a billion dollars a year personally and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean would it really be worth killing people to do some shit like that how many fucking boats can you be behind how many houses can you live in at a time I mean, this woman is fucking paranoid, man. She's, 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 she's already probably like a buck in weight, five seven, a buck oh five, baby. She said she's losing weight because she's scared. She's having ulcers because of her anxiety, of her fear. She can't work out because she's afraid to go out. She's going to die of fear if coronavirus doesn't get her. And we've got a leader, a person in, in, in a public office that's supposed to help give us confidence who's more concerned about his ratings than he is about a single person locked in their house, scared to death of some shit they can't see. That by all verifiable means is literally killing people. I personally don't know anyone who's died of coronavirus. My friend Tara's father, she said, was in a hospital. He hasn't died, but he said he has it. And, you know, he was at least in serious condition. That's about the closest I've got to it. I had empathy for her, you know. Here's somebody I used to care about. Somebody I've slept with. Somebody I've held. Somebody I've loved. Somebody who is still a friend. Even though we're not together in that way. And because of her age, regardless of her beauty and the look and her youth. I mean, have you ever had a gun pulled on you before? 
Or have you ever been in a situation like in a car accident where the car was spinning and you literally had time to think that this was the end? You had to accept that thought of death, right? Can you fucking imagine? Scared to death to walk outside, walk outside and breathe some air because you may just drop fucking dead because this unknown thing that has to be airborne to get completely around the world the way it has I don't, it's just you know wash your hands human to human contact this shit's riding on a cloud right I I didn't really know what to say I kept trying to get her to laugh, but I, I realized that she's literally petrified. She doesn't want to come out. She doesn't want to let anybody in. She was like, how do you know they don't have? I'm like, you don't really know. Well, for me, that's kind of like an intellectual question. Based on how I feel my health is and that I've, I think I've already been exposed to this thing a couple of times. For her, you might as well be standing at the door with a fucking gun. Spin the barrel, put a bullet in, slap it in to place and keep pulling the trigger. And ask her her when she wants you to stop. That's when I really realized the price of this thing, man. Tack on not being able to make a living, not having enough money for food, not being able to pay your rent, and not knowing when you're going to get that opportunity back. For some people, this shit is Armageddon. I mean... Let's say they open the cities back up, which I believe it's about time. I think that people know what to do. They're going to be a lot more cautious about it. The hospitals starting to understand how to deal with this situation. Right? But, um... Who makes these choices? fuck around and we argue about policy and politics and you know as intellectual college people we could theorize about all this stuff but um man when this shit gets down to brass tacks and you're sitting next to a bed in a hospital in the OR and uh the stat sounds going off. And uh, they're in there pumping the heart of some incubated person. And all of a sudden that shit hits a flat line. 
And that happens to be your mother, or your brother, or your sister, or your aunt, or your grandmother. Any irresponsibility, any unsober assessment of what's going on, the political hijinks that are involved with this stuff, makes it even more disgusting. I have no idea what God's plan is through this one. And I'm not here to blame him or the devil. I'm just trying to figure out what did we do where it took this level of bullshit to get our heads out of our asses. Holy crap. I sure hope the flip side of this coin is uh, tails. Because head stinks. <laughs>